Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week we take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who are they? What made them so notorious? How did the internet or the algorithm choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I am the ferryman. In the shadows of the afterlife, the Ferryman of Souls guides America's most influential spirits to their eternal rest. Where are you taking me? Are you death? This road is not on any map. How much for a ticket? All I ask for in payment is a tale. I don't know who got to Kennedy first. And the devastation those first bombs caused. I've never been to hell, but I know intimately the hymns of the damned. Binge the season of The Passage now. Listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Yeah, I hope you guys have a wonderful Christmas as well. Oh, Merry Christmas, you. and let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. I <laughs> yeah. agree. Let's, uh, let's talk about Let's Go, Brandon. The, the I I maintain the only good thing Biden has done so far. Yeah. It's pretty so, funny. It, it is very funny. So and it this is like also the sort of attitude that is actually necessary to like win the culture war side yes. of these things. It's mm-hmm. not like yeah. defending yourself, and it's not when they do something like put out this meme. Like being like, oh my god, this is so dangerous and like no. so irresponsible. Like, no, f- yeah. fuck with them right back, you know? Yeah, just like, make it boomer yeah. shit. Put so, some glowing eyes on Joe Biden and make it look like he plans to shoot somebody, you know? <laughs> it's funny. So, <laughs> so let's talk about the rise of Dark Brandon. And um, yeah, also the Batman other thing that they're kind of deterring and reposting with here is like taking the uh uh uh, what is it? But taking the the fucking Brandon let's, memes and shit. Let's go Brandon yeah. meme. Yeah. Let's go Brandon yeah. and going uh, being like, all right, yeah, fuck it, call him Brandon. Like, doesn't hurt us. Like, yeah, we'll be Brandon. <laughs> but Biden did that himself when uh, yeah. someone asked him about it. He didn't know what it meant, and he was like, yeah, let's go, Brandon. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I actually I actually already have that clip inserted of above this oh, conversation, James. So nice. love it. Good job. Love good it. job. We're mm-hmm. on the same page. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, Which is disturbing, given the content. So, Dark Brandon combines two different pro-Trump memes while trying to subvert them both. Pretty successfully, I would say. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming everyone listening to this is, is familiar with the fuck Joe Biden, let's go Brandon kind of evolution. Yeah. So I'm just going to skip right past that. Because the other half of Dark Brandon, I think, is a little bit more interesting. So... Dark Brandon began with chronically online leftists doing a satirical riff on Dark Mega, 
replacing the figure of Trump with an alter ego of Biden and having and having this like mirror universe president appear as some kind of like neoliberal socialist demagogue. Because when you replace the fascist figure with some largely ineffectual liberal given like militaristic and socialist or anti-fascist catchphrases, but like otherwise leave the rest of the authoritarian uh, aesthetic stylings of fascism, the result is pretty funny <laughs> because yeah. it's Joe Biden. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so... Again, I think I I've read a lot of stuff on this. I mean, the, there's like a two 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 like academic reports on on Dark Brandon. Uh, some people believe that Dark Brandon started as like a right wing meme. They are they are mistaken. They are misreading irony poisoned leftists as yeah, being yeah. like like alt right memesters. Common common mistake. <laughs> yeah, but also, it, yeah. <laughs> you would because you you wouldn't want to be stuck in a car with any of them, right? No, like, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> but dark brandon evolved into satirically imagining what if joe biden was actually the militant communist dictator many on the right <laughs> made him out to be with all of the authoritarian impulses of dark mega turned on its head and ironically targeted against trumpian conservatives dark brandon can be seen hunting down trump voters for execution or sitting on a throne of ar-15s with yellow laser eyes <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna play Pretty one funny. video i'm gonna play one video for us to watch here oh god i haven't seen this for all those of you who voted for president trump there's no way out you won't be safe in Joe Biden's America. He's putting on a skull mask, but no, it's also like a bourgeois malarkey. No more bourgeois malarkey. Tie me to a missile and fire me into the suburbs. I'm ready. <laughs> it is genuinely quite amusing. It's pretty, it's pretty good, funny. It? It's pretty funny stuff. Yeah. Um, I, I do like the, the way that like dark Brandon edits work is there's, there's, there's this one smile that Biden does that looks yeah. very like evil and mischievous that if you edit it, if you like edit it in after he says something ridiculous, it's pretty funny. So mm -hmm. he, here we have, here we have a meme about Joe Biden <laughs> yeah. publicly executing yeah. Patriot front <laughs> members after they got arrested in Idaho. <laughs> um, uh. And probably my favorite dark branded meme is a picture of, of Biden with sunglasses and a list of names. It has Shinzo Abe, neutralized. Gas prices, neutralized. COVID-19, neutralized. Antifa, fully armed. Roe v. Wade 2, coming soon. Global homo, coming soon. Communism, coming soon. <laughs> Which is pretty funny. That's uh, um, good. So one of the reasons that dark Brandon was able to flourish where dark mega stagnated is that the Biden version is both based on and never lost its sense of irony. Imagining yeah. the feeble, bumbling Biden as some like hard-lined, ruthlessly effective tyrant is in a, like is like an innately humorous premise from like from the very beginning. The ironic nature also made Dark Brandon all but impervious from attack by conservative commentators on the right because like 
how can you attack this meme? Like, it's it's so ironic and absurd that, like, there's no way yeah. to be like, look how dangerous the Dark Bryden meme they is. They made his like, eyes glow! It's like, come on, <laughs> come on, guys. <laughs> so, uh, Dark Brandon grew in popularity as Biden's Inflation Reduction Act, uh, also known as the IRA, passed last summer. And <laughs> Some good memes <laughs> out of that, too. <laughs> <laughs> and it also, it also kind of uh, spread uh, after news broke that an American drone strike killed the then leader of Al-Qaeda on July 31st, 2022. So around this time period is when Dark Brandon broke containment. So Dark Brandon kind of started in March of 2022. And by by early August, it has now left the the irony poisoned leftist like Twitter sphere and has now broken out and is freely swimming around the liberal populace. Um <laughs> So come August, Dark Brandon no longer belonged to leftist shit posters. Liberals started to catch on and make Dark Brandon memes of their own, albeit much more cringy boomer versions. And uh, although most of these liberals probably didn't really know what was quite being satirized, that didn't stop them from trying to emulate this cooler, more edgy version of Biden with glowing eyes. So here I have a two two liberal memes here with uh with someone reacting to the news that there was no civilian casualties in the drone strike that killed the al-qaeda leader <laughs> having having uh biden shooting laser eyes down from orbit and then also him eating ice cream uh in front of an explosion which is horrible like not a not very good meme but the fact that there was bad like very very bad low quality dark branded yeah. memes is, is actually very important for later yes yeah yes no, it's good that this happened. Yes. The internet has taken notice, and now there's a new meme out there known as Dark Brandon, which shows a badass Biden with supervillain laser beam eyeballs. The liberalization of Dark Brandon was met with sadness from the original memesters that pioneered the overtly ironic dictatorial <laughs> Brandon who commanded battalions of Antifa. The, the ongoing liberal co-option of Dark Brandon was thought to signal the death of the meme, although a completely unintended positive side effect of this recuperation seems to be taking hold. We'll have, we'll have more on that later. I have, I have a four other pretty bad Dark Brandon memes here. Oh, the one with cornrows just fully, fully yeah. sent me. It's, it's not good. There's there's two of these are like Photoshop movie posters with Biden's face extremely oh, poor, poorly photoshopped oh, onto Neo's dog head. shit photoshops. <laughs> Again, then, it's just not Photoshop, Robert. This is MS Paint at its yeah. finest. Yeah. And then a, a poster for The Dark Brandon Rises with the tagline, The Malarkey Will End. Um, not, not very good memes. Um, so... It wasn't just overly online Democrats on social media who were spreading these dark branded memes. Soon enough, White House staff joined in to celebrate the passing of the kind of neutered Inflation Reduction Act. On August 7th, the White House digital director shared a high contrast photo of Biden grinning with red laser eyes pointed towards the camera that quickly went viral. Senator Chris Murphy of Connecticut posted a dark branded meme, uh, which was a drawing with yellow glowing eyes later that same day. And the Senate Environment and Public Works Committee posted the same picture 
picture as well. Uh, and the deputy White House press secretary, Andrew Bates, posted a whole ass dark branded meme writing dark Brandon is crushing it with a horribly oh, cringy God. photo oh. of Biden with red laser eyes and white text that reads, yeah. your malarkey has been going on for long enough, kiddo. In like, oh my god! In like, oh my god! No, you know what, Garrison? We were just celebrating this, but I think I am now a fascist. It's it, it's done it. Um, <laughs> the White House staff secretary joined in by responding to a tweet saying, "Lasers shooting out of Joe Biden's eyes is an official statement of administration policy." By saying that is indeed an official position. What? Um. Anyway, so God, God damn it. Many people, myself included, suspected that Dark Branded would suffer through kind of a regular meme cycle and die off pretty soon once it hit this, like, peak popularity. But somehow, Brandon showed a surprising amount of resiliency, partially due to liberals being a few months behind, um, and there being really nothing else for liberals to meme about, because... This was like one of the this time in Biden's presidency was the first time the Democrats actually felt like they had something to celebrate. And having this kind of overly outrageous kind of joking meme was like the first bit of like agitprop that liberals have have like done since Trump went out of office. And it's also like the first effective agitprop they've ever done, period. Now, Dark Brandon showed one other surprising trait very soon, the ability to influence actual Joe Biden. On September 1st, Biden gave a primetime bombastic speech addressed to, to the nation and spoke about the threats to American democracy from extremist mega forces. Joe Biden stood outside of Independence Hall in Philadelphia, uh, lit with high contrast red lights and uniformed Marines on either side. Far right politicians and influencers reacted with shock and horror, calling the speech demagogic, outrageous, and divisive, while liberals and even some leftists praised the speech for accurately addressing the threat posed by far right actors in this country. But both of those on the right and left definitely noticed the frank, like, brandedness of the entire thing, um, especially with this being less than a month after the White House's own Brandon posting. The red lights, the background marines, and the impassioned and oddly well-delivered appeal to fight for the soul of the country from the Trumpian mega-extremist political faction set on dismantling democracy played very well. Uh, the, the, whole, the whole thing felt very Dark Brandon-esque, and the takeaway many people had is that they had somehow memed Dark Brandon into existence. Do you know who else you don't want to fuck with? It's the products and services that support this vital academic level research into Dark Brandon. Truly, truly un- unparalleled work on the part of myself. You're welcome. Here's, here's fucking ads. Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus, where every week I take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who were they? What made them so notorious? Why did the internet choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? I'll be talking to internet historians, experts, and yes, the main characters themselves to get a fuller picture. 
because I think that even outside individual experiences, a character of the day tells us something about how the internet worked at that time and how the attention economy developed into the freaky three-headed dragon it is today. Together, we probably won't be able to properly log out, but we can take a walk down scary internet memory lane and see one day a little more clearly. Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation, I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, we are back. Let's talk even more about Dark Brandon. I cannot believe I wrote 3,000, over 3,000 words on this. All right, so like many natural predators, uh, Dark Brandon went through a period of hibernation, uh, laying dormant through most of the winter. That is until a huge resurgence in April of this year. This past April, Biden launched his new 2024 re-election campaign website, which not only featured a Dark Brandon error 404 page reading, You're lost, Jack. Let's get you back on the rails, which is kind of funny, but not really funny because it's it's doing the whole like Biden and track reference. And it's kind of funny because it's like a 404 page. So it's like it's it's Dark Brandon telling you to get back to the regular website because you're now on like the the part of the website that doesn't exist because like dark Brandon doesn't exist. It's not, I'm, I'm, I'm overthinking this. I'm, I'm doing way too high concept. It's like Baudrillard analysis of this, this, this joke is not that good, but beyond the dark Brandon error 404 page, there is also official dark Brandon merchandise. 
Biden's dark line features dark blue monochrome images of Biden, or Brandon, staring forward with red laser eyes and a mischievous grin. The design comes on baseball hats, t-shirts, mugs, stickers, and tote bags. Product descriptions are as follows. Best worn while vanquishing malarkey. Protect yourself from malarkey and the sun with this dark cap. Dark Brandon, dark ro roast. What? Dark, <laughs> dark Brandon, dark roast. Tea drinkers welcome. And God and finally, it. the worst one. Malarkey uh, is totes over after we reelect President mm, Biden. This is the this is like the internet equivalent or the me. I don't know what the. I feel the same way I feel in like old Yeller when you're like, well, the dog's got rabies. You got to shoot it. Like, there's no other ethical way to deal with <laughs> this. Is like to when deal with it, but but. <laughs> It's, yeah, it hurts. <laughs> it's like when someone's dad turns up to the skate park. This, yeah. this is what's happening here. Yeah, you've got to shoot them. Otherwise, they'll give everyone rabies, right? But, That's yes. what you meant, James? Yeah. 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 Okay. yeah. So it's time but, for their life to end. Yeah. This it's, is yeah. also like fascinating course. because like the fact that, that Biden, Joe Biden, made assumed direct control laser eye dark merch before Trump did is wild. And now Trump won't really ever be able to like capitalize on this sort of thing because Biden just beat him to the punch on this and in and like in a way that's like not actually promoting fascism um which effectively this th this whole thing effectively neutralized Trump's ability to cash in on dark mega and the fashion wave aesthetic uh which is just a pretty shocking and like amazing trajectory for fashion wave um yeah yeah the latest no appearance of dark the latest appearance of Dark Brandon was during the White House Correspondents' Dinner this past April when Biden handed off the podium to comedian Roy Wood Jr. Roy, the podium is yours. I'm going to be fine with your jokes, but I'm not sure about Dark Brandon. <laughs> uh, the coolest thing he's ever the, done. The libs were so happy to have a meme. To like have a meme the of their first, own. That the was first going time on the they had a meme, yeah, they yeah. got one. They got one, and they were just. I. Yeah, it's one of those things again, like like a little kid having to shoot his dog. I just I couldn't. You can't take it away from them. They were just so happy. I have. I do have three. I I selected the only three dark branded memes I like here for, for the very end. One is just Biden in a beard and an eye patch. It says it's over, Jack. Uh, one has Biden with a like a very hor like horrifyingly edited smile with laser eyes, it's so saying, bad. <laughs> saying malarkey detected. And he then, looks like the monster in a fucking like I I don't I don't know exactly what from, but like demon teeth, like, yeah. like nightmare left, teeth. The leftists are so much better at making these memes than yeah, anyone else it, yeah. and my favorite is this is a satirical rift on the this post has been fact-checked by real american patriots trump beam instead yeah. having an image of dark brandon with laser eyes is saying this post was fact-checked by real dark brandon acolytes mm -hmm. <laughs> so this is all like fun and good right like this is this is fine but there's actually a surprisingly like positive result from this whole Dark Brandon saga. Because even as far back as August of 2022, myself, some research colleagues, and other journalists that I have like no connection to all started to kind of observe the same thing. The liberal recuperation of the Fashwave style via Dark Brandon seemed to seriously damage Fashwave's uh, legibility in right-wing circles. 
the normie use of Dark Brandon had already appeared to have like ceased all of the Dark Mega posting because there was this influx of like minions Facebook tier Brandon memes, which offered <laughs> very strong levels of vicarious cringe that provided a social disincentive for anyone wanting to post laser eye Dark Mega memes due to their fear of being associated, even just aesthetically associated, with the liberal boomer Biden memes, which now rep- which now like represented this cringe and dead style. Uh, the widespread nature of Brandon laser eyes also seemed to uh, seriously dampen the Patrick Batemanification of characters like Homelander from The Boys, who was at the time becoming one of the far right's favorite memeable characters. Yep. There are few things that these online Nazi weirdos fear more than their special toys being played with by normies. Because almost immediately, their like esoteric plaything loses all appeal once the normies yeah. like start using it. Like, it's a signifier that you're part of the club, and if yeah. fucking the DNC is posting these memes, you're not part of the club anymore, right? Nope. Like, there's yeah. no cl- or it's not a club you want to be in, I guess. <laughs> yeah. So, so I, I, I still maintain that one of the best things Biden has done since taking office is utterly destroying Fashwave by complete accident. <laughs> um, I... I postulated this back in 2022, and it still pretty much holds true now. And it's not just my opinion either. Others have noticed that Brandon's uh, disturbance in the far-right meme ecosystem has really taken effect. I'm going to quote uh, Ali Breland in Mother Jones, quote, The fashion aesthetic has already seen its best days and wasn't as pervasive on the far-right internet as it used to be, but by associating himself with a meme style that had partially descended from it, Biden and his earnest staff and followers have probably made it impossible for neo-Nazi edgelords to make fashion posts for at least a bit. By enlisting fascist meme offshoots, the administration unlocked a code. Earnest Democrats like Biden may have a hard time being cool on the internet, but they can kill hip stuff that bad people like. That is extremely powerful. They made Fashwave a bit cringe. Do you know what else is a bit cringe, Robert? What's that? Breaks, Garrison. The the fact that we have to have advertising on my on my Fashwave Biden dark dark Garrison. Brandon episode. Garrison, the only the only purpose of of studying or learning anything is to provide space for advertisements. That's no, why we do it all. No that's more why, that's why all human work exists. Yeah, actually, do you know if you subscribe to the new Apple Premium, you can have no more bourgeois malarkey because there won't be any ads. So there you mm-hmm. go. That's right. Bean Dad, the dress. 30 to 50 feral hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus, where every week I take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who were they? What made them so notorious? Why did the internet choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? I'll be talking to internet historians, experts, and yes, the main characters themselves to get a fuller picture. Because I think that even outside individual experiences, a character of the day tells us something about how the internet worked at that time and how the attention economy developed into the freaky three-headed dragon it is today. Together, we probably won't be able to properly log out, but we can take a walk down scary internet memory lane and see one day a little more clearly. Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, 
Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation, I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating. And a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, we are back, and we are finally, finally going to talk about Ron Ron DeSantis um, and and his his kind of fash wave misfire. So this happened about a year after Dark Brandon had taken control. Um, so there was at least a ye- like a good a good year's worth of buffer where fash wave was unacceptable and just not really even attempted because of how cringe it is at this point. Um, but that did not stop the DeSantis War Room Twitter account from trying to do it. And then we will see what the right's reaction to this uh, was. So, like I said at the beginning of the beginning of this episode, on the last day of Pride Month, uh, DeSantis' campaign shared a video on their DeSantis War Room account attacking Trump for previously held positions seemingly in support of LGBTQ people. Um, and statements that he said uh, about like allowing transgender women to compete in his Miss Universe pageants and allowing Caitlyn Jenner to use the bathroom of her choice in Trump Tower. This video opens with footage of Trump at the 2016 RNC saying that he would, quote, do everything in my power to protect our LGBTQ citizens, unquote. Now, this is pretty gross that the video opens this way because very importantly, this this was just a month after the Pulse nightclub attack in DeSantis's home state of Florida, which killed 40, 49 people. That that's why Trump was saying this is because there was just a yeah. massive massacre in the state of Florida, and the fact that that DeSantis is opening up this Trump like homophobic attack ad by including this little bit is is pretty is is pretty gross. So 
This video then kind of transitions 15 seconds in, accompanied by a dark synthetic beat to a black and white image of DeSantis standing in front of a, an American flag with red glowing eyes shooting out little laser lightning things. Um, before a wave of pulsating images of Spartans and the muscular Chad and clips of American Psycho, the Wolf of Wall Street and Peaky Blinders. Overlaid on top of these flashing images are headlines and short clips about DeSantis's extreme anti-LGBTQ policies that he enacted in Florida. I cannot think of anything more horrifying. It really has shut down drag. Just produced some of the harshest, most draconian laws that literally threaten trans existence. Congratulations, Ron DeSantis. Mission accomplished. You win. All right. So first off, Garrison, it had been so long since I looked at a bit shoot video, so <laughs> like weeks. So first off, fuck you for that. Um, I had to watch a lot of bit shoot videos for this episode. I yeah, I I, I know. Um, yeah, so that's I mean absolutely impenetrable for like anyone who is not out of their mind. Like, <laughs> yeah, like it, it is. It's this. Yeah, sorry, James. It feels like his 14-year-old nephew who goes by, like, Groper Chad 1488 yeah. on, on yes. 4chan. Yes. I'll describe what's happening as, like, you know, first you get, obviously, the beginning, which I think is clear just from the audio, these clips of, like, Trump saying stuff that's not, it's pro-gay, you know, from back in 2016. Um, and then it switches to, like, footage of, like, news articles about DeSantis, you know, doing horrible things uh, to queer people in Florida and, like, clips of leftists reacting to how bad it is and like clips of Ron DeSantis like walking around or you know art of him photoshopped with like sunglasses or sunglasses super uh, muscular American psycho stuff yeah clips of American psycho clips from like like I think it was actually from the movie Troy Um, yes it is yeah just to like make him look yeah it's yeah so like it's just sad it's just sad for example, so what one little snippet uh, of is is uh, one of these little one of these little like uh, headlines is is intercut between a Chad meme and a clip from American Psycho, and it shows DeSantis in wearing sunglasses, uh, walking around with the headline "DeSantis signs most extreme slate of anti-trans laws in modern history," with this like pulsating music. So yeah, the the whole the whole second half of the video is just like that. Um, the video seems to receive an almost universally negative reaction. Yeah. Up, uh, it's, uh, it's so bad. It's like famously dog shit, like just instant failure. Upsetting both Trump supporters and gay Republicans and confusing those who are actually sympathetic to DeSantis. Uh, because... Due to the bizarre imagery in the video, I, I'm going to read some of the comments under the DeSantis War Room post. Nick Adams, alpha male, replied, Why God is the almighty. DeSantis campaign sharing a video comparing him to Patrick Bateman? Isn't Bateman a serial killer? <laughs> I think th- I'm, I'm sure that the whole Nick Adams thing is an extended bit. Like it, it, I, it's Ma- a, it is literally impossible to tell. James. Yeah, well, yeah, masculinity is an extended bit. Matthew yeah. Weaver says it is disgusting that this ad is linked apparently to the DeSantis campaign. It makes me question my support for DeSantis. Um, <laughs> 
say. You love to see it. <laughs> a George Santos staffer said, quote, this ad makes the meatball look gay. Wow. <laughs> now, I don't want to. Sorry, I think it's. Go I think that was pretty. Here. I think that was pretty funny. But um, if you, if you ever type out the sentence, "This ad makes the meatball look gay," you can't. You can't be in America anymore. You have to go somewhere else. Like that's banishment, right? Like they used to do in the old times. Like, get, here's a backpack. Off you go. Off you go. Can't. You're not allowed here anymore. Lisa loves liberty. Replied. Um. What? An American first commentator with over 150,000 followers asked, what's the message that the DeSantis team wants people to take <laughs> away from this ad that associates Ron with flawed criminal individuals? Is it that Ron is a bootlegging psycho killer who commits financial <laughs> crimes and has an Achilles heel? Because that's what it's saying. God, that's so funny. And finally, far-right activist, former congressional staffer, and aspiring conspiracy theory documentary film producer Daniel Bostic said, quote, this is the gayest ad in the history of political advertising. So that I was know about that. That was roughly the responses to 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 DeSantis posting this ad. Um God, that's, the, it, all of this is is extremely fun. Um I'm having a good time. The, I, I like this. <laughs> Uh, the, the, the only, the only figure that I, that I found who was in support of this like, ad, like, like, the, 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 like the only, like slightly, even slightly notable, notable person who seems to enjoy this ad or thought it was a good choice was Ian Miles Chung. <laughs> Everyone else on the right thought now, this was a horrible Ian, decision. Again, if, if you're not as, ter as, if you're not a terminally online leftist like us, if you're one of like the nice, sweet liberals who, who liked the Joe Brandon memes, uh, the dark Brandon memes, Ian Miles Chong is a Malaysian senior citizen who has become <laughs> a far right youth influencer through a series of decisions ba that baffling. like, I, you don't you don't need this to be explained, but he's yeah. one of the people that Elon Musk cares about the most in this world. You could Google a picture of Ian Miles Chong and and understand everything you need to from that picture. I think. Uh, so, Fox News called the DeSantis campaign's use of the ad mystifying and an unforced error. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm also gonna God, play. That's so good. <laughs> I'm also, I'm also going to play a short clip from Miami, Florida's local CBS affiliate. And by the way, the video that you're just about to see has over 24 million views. I will do everything in my power to protect our LGBTQ citizens. The video then suddenly veers in a different direction, accompanied by dark images, loud music, mixed images of governor with shirtless muscular men, including actor Brad Pitt. A prominent group that represents LGBTQ conservatives also went on Twitter criticizing the video, saying Florida governor can't tell the difference between common sense gays and the radical left gays. Labeled DeSantis' positions as dangerous and politically stupid. So I think that clip's also just a good reminder of the level of specialized political analysis that you're getting by listening to this show versus what you get on local news. Yeah. <laughs> because no. this local news could never explain this, no, this no. campaign ad.
No, if you if you were to hand this over to a team at MSNBC, oh, they would die. They, Robert, they would be that's aneurysms. The next, that's the next clip I have. <laughs> <laughs> the next clip I have is them handing this over to MSNBC. <laughs> <laughs> this is so, one of my favorite days at work we've had. <laughs> let me, first of all, um, the DeSantis campaign sent out a tweet later that night saying, quote, opposing the federal recognition of Pride Month isn't homophobic. We wouldn't support a month to celebrate straight people for sexual orientation. It's unnecessary, divisive and pandering. It's very, very cool. Um, uh-huh. yeah, super so here is here is here is the clip of. Of MSNBC reacting to this ad, uh, it's 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 going to be it's going to be it's going to be it's going to be pretty good. Meanwhile, Governor DeSantis is defending a controversial and frankly bizarre campaign video that attacks former President Donald Trump's views on LGBTQ rights. Donnie Deutsch, ad yeah. ad man extraordinaire. Yeah. What am I? What am I looking at ad there? Ad man extraordinaire is, is stumped. Okay, I, I've been doing this for a long time. What, 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 what are we doing here? What are we doing here? And the answer is, well, uh, I'm, first of all, he's DeSantis is flailing, and he's trying to continually move to the right of Trump. But this LGBTQ thing is just. Are you? Who, do you think this is moving voters? Are you? And to pay Trump as a patron of this group is, you know. As an ad guy, there's one thing I learned over the years is people aren't stupid, okay? You, you just, and I don't know the voter that's going to see that and go, you know what, Trump, I'm going. DeSantis, you're my guy. And it just, it, DeSantis is such a dark, dark, dark character. I've talked a lot about it on the show how, at the end of the day, a candidate, Trump, even though, you know, we eviscerate him, and there is a likability if you're a Trump guy about him. He's entertaining, he's a lounge act, he's this and that. This guy is just the dark, the prince of darkness. And that is one of the darkest, most bizarre, twisted, deviant ads I've ever seen. Well, he was defending it yesterday. Bipartisan backlash to the video, by the way. Many people calling it homophobic. Governor DeSantis standing by the ad, calling it fair game. I think, you know, identifying uh, Donald Trump as really being a pioneer in injecting gender ideology into the mainstream where he was having men compete against women in his beauty pageants. I think that's totally fair game because he's now campaigning saying the opposite, that he doesn't think that you should have uh, men competing in women's things like athletics. And so we've been very clear on it that uh, we believe in protecting the rights of our girls and the rights of women athletes to be able to participate with fairness and with integrity in response to those remarks, Trump campaign spokesperson said, quote, a desperate DeSanctus campaign with a flailing candidate is in its last throes of relevancy. That's, so, that's, first off, such bad analysis of that video. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're completely out of their depth here. They are. Yeah, no, no, the point is not that he is so dark and evil. The point is that this is incompetent and impenetrable. You could just say yeah. that. It's yeah, okay. I, yeah, like, it's my job to understand this shit, and I don't. Yeah. So uh, beyond 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 DeSantis being the prince of darkness, as we've already established. <laughs> yeah, why try to make him sound cool? Like, I know. This is yeah. what are you doing? This, this is the thing. Yeah. They, this is the thing they don't understand, right? This yeah. is why. This is why Dark Brandon happened by complete accident. Uh, like it was. It was so effective because there was no way for liberals to concoct this themselves. They, they were. They were. They were only copying the aesthetic stylings of of 
of like ironic leftists. Um, yeah. So yeah, everyone is just baffled by this ad, saying like, "There's absolutely no way of understanding what's going on here. There's there's absolutely no like larger trends that that like may be at play." But obviously, we we we've kind of offered some insight into what's been going on here. Um, and in the end, DeSantis's attempt at fast wave has been rejected by conservative America, either through it's just sheer like esoteric strangeness, and also the kind of uh, the the whittling away at 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 Fashwave's uh, power that the dark brand meme has has been doing for so long. There's just nothing, first of all, appealing about this, which makes all that remains just incredibly just like just like off-putting. Um, so like what we have here from DeSantis, uh, like in the actual video, but besides the obvious like homophobia, is a sort of like meme soup combining some elements of like fash wave and some like dark mega imagery with other imagery from uh, from right wing meme tropes that have also gotten popular the past few years, like Patrick Bateman, uh, who's who's kind of more popular in like the schizo wave subgenre, which is still heavily tied to fash wave. Uh, it kind of like it, it glorifies the aesthetics of mental illness to push you towards doing like extremist violence. Um, yeah, and, then and I should say the the aesthetics of like how a sp specific subculture dis depicts mental illness. Yes, yes, yeah. Um, and there's there's a whole bunch of other like pop culture sigma figures in this video. There's images of the real life Chad um, mistaken in news coverage as a generic bodybuilder, but this is actually <laughs> like a, a very specific online meme. That's like not like it's not niche. Um, and no. th there's there's also like a, ver a very specific uh, DeSantis Chad Wojak in this video. Um, so and. In the end, like this attempt at kind of reviving a soft fash wave style or, you know, kind of dark, dark mega style uh, for an attack ad by the DeSantis campaign was basically wholesale rejected by conservative Americans. Um, and with with no with no other politicians co-signing this, the only other semi no notable figure who applauded this was Ian Miles Chung. Uh, no 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 one else of note thought this was a good idea. Most DeSantis supporters were off-putted. Um, the only people who really like liked this were like chronically online fascist zoomers who are either not old enough to vote or just barely old enough to vote. <laughs> Yeah, they are they are teenage uh, Nick Fuentes fans. Yeah, exactly like because like they're the only ones who like will understand what's going on, so it like becomes a cohesive message. Because if the average viewer isn't turned off by like the intense homophobia or the anti-Trump angle, the alienating editing style and online references and other and other kind of bizarre attributes like the 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 music the flashing images it either left most ordinary viewers confused or just like turned off um and uh so in the end like i think there is there is a recurring trend here and that like dark mega didn't help the republicans win the midterms like that that they was uh, that was a pretty pretty big defeat for them all of all of the work that they were doing beforehand to like to like start getting people like riled up, get make, making making like attention grabbing authoritarian memes, all of like the critical race theory stuff. None of that panned out in the actual elections. And Nine. whatever DeSantis is doing, sure doesn't seem to be helping him beat Trump. Um, the only person who who is who is winning right at this is Dark Brandon. Dark Brandon strikes again. He is the one that actually has made has made sure that DeSantis cannot use this playbook. 
Dark, wow. Dark Brandon is 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 sitting on a gargoyle over top of whatever city in Florida DeSantis lives. Dark Brandon is is our watchful protector. He is he is he is our silent guardian. Yeah. Um, I'm just now, as keep... Garrison was <laughs> just talking about this image of Dark Brandon sitting on a throne above, I'm going to say Miami. They lifted up their shirt to show their new Dark Brandon chest tattoo. And wow, that must have been, what was that, 12 hours in the chair, Garrett? It's big. It, it, it's what, big. it <laughs> yeah. was, uh, uh, well, uh, the first day was 13 hours. The second day was 12 hours. So wow. how did they get wow. the LEDs 13, in 12 at, 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 at the end, yeah. yeah. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Very base. Will you run out of battery or are the eyes always going to glow? <laughs> no, actually, those are fluorescents. So I have mm -hmm. to I have to stand in the sun for for mm -hmm. like 10 minutes to charge them up and it lasts about like five hours. <laughs> Magic. Magic. Love that for you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I have a conspiracy theory here. I believe that Ron DeSantis' 14-year-old nephew, uh, Groypachad, 1488, uh, was extremely online, so online that his parents took away his phone. So and he just lost all contact with the internet circa like early 2022. <gasps> and then Ron DeSantis asked him to make a, an advert, and this is what happened. So the advert so I tried tracking down who made this advert. I I, I messaged someone who I suspect of making it who ignored my message. And, <laughs> and to be fair, to be fair I, I messaged them on my Julius Avola sock puppet on Telegram. <laughs> and they still ignored my message. Um, oh. So I, I, th the, the video was not created by the, 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 the DeSantis team himself. It was, it, was, it, was, it was embedded in their War Room Twitter feed. It, it was tracked back to this at a one-time pro-Trump account called Proud Elephant, who has a corresponding Telegram channel. Um, so th th this guy, Proud Elephant, is, from what I can tell, the origin point of this video. I can't seem to find it in any earlier places. I've tried getting into contact with him to figure out what his intentions were for, like, if, if, if he made the video or, or if he found it from somewhere. But this is why I said I, 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 I clarified that uh, the DeSantis team shared this video on their official campaign uh, uh, account. They did not make it themselves, which is also pretty funny because they didn't spend any money on this thing. And it still like was a massive shot in the face. <laughs> like, it's just like huge, huge blowback. They didn't need to like embed this video made by like whatever weirdo loner who has like Final Cut pro on his computer like there's there's really there's really no reason like th they have an actual ad team and for some reason they did this instead now uh, also as a part of this research i uh joined as many desantis uh telegram channels as i could i scrolled through months of posting um i scrolled through uh all like all three of the official desantis campaign twitter accounts Nothing else in their propaganda quite compares to this video. It is such a weird outlier uh, that makes me really wonder, like, who, 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 both who, who was operating the the DeSantis War Room Twitter account that that like hit publish on this tweet with this with this video embedded, um, and like what their relation is to the rest of like the DeSantis like media strategy because it's just it's just it is it is utterly utterly baffling. I mean, I think some of it can come back to in 2016 uh kind of about a month or th so i think before the um the election the trump campaign came out with this really weird very 4chan inspired sort of like uh ad video uh for the campaign that like a lot of democrats you know made fun of but it was a pretty effective ad and i 
I, you know, I wrote about this some at the time and I talked with a guy who'd been doing attack ads and stuff and was like, I don't know, I think this is a pretty successful ad because it, it feels authentic in a way that political ads don't. And my guess is that when this got presented to them, people at the DeSantis campaign were like, well, this could be that for us, right? This yeah. could be us yeah. leaning into something that's it's new, but it's like real and it, it it's representative of how kids, young people are talking these days. And that will build the kind of excitement and the kind of like conversation around our campaign that can help take us to the next level. Um, and I think the thing that they missed there was that Trump in sort of, you know, signposting to that online alt-right was adopting and kind of making his own a, a real movement that was representative of some things that were appealing to a lot of people. And this is not, right? Like there's been no groundswell of people who are into this, like we, these weird, like the only groundswell of, of a lot of normies getting into Fash Wave has been Dark Brandon. It's, it's been fucking like Joe Biden. <laughs> <laughs> Like, like normie, normie Republicans did not adopt like this kind of shit in a, in mass. And I think it was a mistake. Like it was a, it was a, it was a mistake to think that like, I don't know, like random, like GOP heads were going to see their candidate compared to a serial killer from a famously <laughs> off-putting movie and be like, this is a good call this for is, us. This, this is my guy. Yeah. Like. Yeah. No, like not not everyone is like a seventeen year old suicidal alt right teenager. Like, <laughs> yes, that's actually not their prime base. If you yeah. want to win an election, there aren't many of you kids. Like they don't want teenagers voting at all. <laughs> Which is it's it's also really weird that DeSantis has been given multiple opportunities to to pull back the ad saying it was it was a mistake. It was not it was not officially made by our campaign. It shouldn't have been shared. But every time they've been given this opportunity, they doubled down on the ad. That's his it's, whole thing, though. Like, never admit fault, always push yeah. forward. Like, yeah, I guess I mean, yeah, that, is, that, too, that like. is like a staple of fascism. But like, yeah, yes. yeah, man. Well, yeah. anyway, that's good. Disturbing stuff. I'm well, Garrison, this has made my week. This has been what a fucking far, time to be alive. This has been far too much of my week. Has been putting yeah, together yeah. these like three thousand, four thousand words. Yep. Uh, well, I'm I'm glad I'm glad everyone was able to come away from this as as enlightened as as God. Uh, oh yeah, Joe no, I uh, I have I have entered a state of gnosis. Uh, <laughs> thank you, thank you for, <laughs> for this. I've achieved enlightenment. <laughs> uh, Alright, well, long live Dark Brandon It Could Happen Here is a production of Cool Zone Media For more podcasts from Cool Zone Media visit our website, coolzonemedia.com or check us out on the iHeartRadio app Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts You can find sources for It Could Happen Here updated monthly at coolzonemedia.com slash sources Thanks for listening Bean Dad the Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week we take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who are they? What made them so notorious? How did the internet or the algorithm choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I am the ferryman. In the shadows of the afterlife, the ferryman of souls guides America's most influential spirits to their eternal rest. Where are you taking me? Are you death? This road is not on any map. How much for a ticket? All I ask for in payment is a tale. I don't know who got to Kennedy first. And the devastation those first bombs caused. I've never been to hell, but I know intimately the hymns of the damned. Binge this season of The Passage now. Listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts.